This episode was recorded prior to our name change. We are now officially called The Mike Line Show. Look for us on Apple, Spotify, and everywhere else to subscribe. Yo, what up, what up? For Hypebeast Radio, this is Manny and this is Soundcheck, a show that looks to discover the origin story of your favorite artists and major players in the music industry. We ask the questions that you always wanted to get answered and you never know who may pop by. Don't forget, we will very soon be separating the three shows on Hype Radio, so you will have to go and individually subscribe to the shows you want to listen to. Search and subscribe right now to the HBR show, Business of Hype, and Soundcheck on Hype Beast Radio or Hype Radio to keep listening. Do it now so you don't miss any episodes. Okay, let's get into this week's episode. For the season two finale of Soundcheck, we talked to Nick Cannon about the importance of Wild and Out, the music industry, comedy during the cancel culture era, the Arsenio Hall show, and so much more. Welcome to Soundcheck. This is going to be a really exciting episode because, like I said, I'm, I'm a big fan of yours. I appreciate and, it. And I feel like I've seen... I'm old enough where I've seen like your career path, like beginning to end. Yeah, yeah. Well, I remember seeing you on like on television. To now, you're like do everything, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. like the businessman to the extreme, the businessman to, to the T. So I guess Appreciate I want to start with like with music. Yeah, you know, that's what um, you're working on currently right now. Absolutely. And it's been four years since like I would say your last full length project. Yeah, 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 totally. Um, I've been you know dropping mixtapes and producing and signing people and stuff like that, but it's really getting back into the artistry and 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 really just as someone who's a, like you said like a fixture in entertainment. Like I do so many different things, but getting gradually getting to that point to where I'll I'll put out you know an album from me, but I feel like it's more about establishing and providing for these other young people, and then I'll get to the album stuff. So, yeah, yeah. You know it's so funny when you say that because as of someone who's seeing you, you were always considered like the young person, but now yeah. you're the boss. Yeah, right. As soon as you said that, right? I was like, man, I remember. Like, like <laughs> that means we getting old, man. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I guess yeah. So this is more of just so like providing um, a platform from the artists that yeah. you have. Yeah, and that's what it is. I mean, at the end of the day, like, um. Cause I don't like to toot my own horn, but like I've, I've opened up the doors or I've created platforms for a lot of different entertainers. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that, that, that's one of my strong callings, you know, and, and utilizing my own talents to make way for other people's talents is, is really solid. I mean, when you think about people like Quincy Jones, Dr. Dre, these dudes are people that, you know, I admire and look up to and have done that, you know, effortlessly throughout their career. So I just, I, I try to model after that, you know, uh, and I can, you know, I could be a star in my own right, but that's not really what my goal is. My goal isn't to get out there and, and, and be in front of the camera on the mic all the time, even though I do that stuff, you know, pretty well, it's just more about like, yo, let me create these platforms. Who are the artists that you sign and what, um, and then how did you, how did you find them? Uh, a lot of people. I mean, a lot of people don't know. I mean, obviously, everybody you see on Wild and Out, you know what I mean? That's when, when you see how we moved there and the careers that have shaped over the last couple of decades from comedy to rap to all, you know, I've, I've that platform in itself, I think, will, it doesn't get enough credit uh, currently because it's so current, you know, but when you step back and look, you know, from the early 2000s to what we're doing today, the, the amount of uh, entertainers and artists that we've been able to help in that uh, on that level and actually shift 
uh, and control the conversation in, in, you know, hip hop comedy. You know, we did that with the best of them. Um, but then also, you know, like artists that are popping right now, shouts out to her who's nominated, you know, for five Grammys. You know, I, 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 I signed her when she was nine years old. <laughs> you know what I mean, like we we've been rocking, you know, with her for for quite some time and to see her. Uh, it's funny calling her her the whole time, <laughs> like, but uh, to to see the the efforts and, and the hard work paying off, um, it's funny. Like I I put her on Nickelodeon, bef you know, when she was a preteen, mm. uh, and obviously I think people know the story of you know Kaylani, mm. um, so many other artists that you know even on this current project that I'm getting ready to release at the top of the year. We got a lot of hot new artists mixed in with you know established artists. That uh, you know, people are from from Quavo to to Ty Dolla Sign, like all of these people who you know are are running the game right now. That you know came came to rock with the incredible game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How does a new artist get to catch your eye? Man, it's so easy. Honestly, be hot, mm. buzz, be different, be unique. You know, I'm I'm one of those dudes where I keep my ear to the streets. Mm. So if if you breaking through the clutter. I'm a I'm a see you, you know what I mean. But if you're just doing what everybody else is doing, or going about it the same way, or sounding like somebody else, uh, I'll probably see you. But I'm not gonna take the time to be like, yo, that's something special there. So just be special. I always tell people, people are like, yo, I'm trying to get on. It's like, if if you perfect your craft, you don't have to try to get on. You gonna get on. Yeah. You know what I mean? I know there's a lot. It seems like it's so difficult, and this it's like that means you're not done cooking yet. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? If you really feel like you as great as you as you project, then it's gonna happen for you. Yeah. But until then, you're not you you're not you're not sacrificing enough. You're not going hard enough because the people who really go hard and really sacrifice, they get what they want out of life. Yeah. Yeah. Fact. And, and it's something like that. And it's like it's that simple um, uh, advice. It's it's so yeah. true because like especially now with the internet. Everybody's accessible to upload music onto the web now, exactly. and so, so every, even playing field. Exactly, and so the whole if it's good, if you perfect your craft, and if it's good, people will follow. It's so true because that that does happen. Yeah. Um, and so I guess how did for you for somebody who would be like that's so busy doing a lot, like where do you go to? I guess to to get find music or I mean I'm all over. I mean, but the simplest places: SoundCloud, YouTube, you know, Instagram. Those yeah. are the places where if if you popping on those three platforms, you're gonna be truly popping. Instagram is starting to become like a place where I see a lot of new artists get their little, I guess, some attention, and it's yeah. like legit because it's where because it's be like a snippet that just go viral and yeah. then just. Pops up and then you want to hear more. You're intrigued. You know what I mean? That's it, it's like it's a it's a fishing pond. They they catch you and then like all right now reel me in, and if you got some substance, you gonna you gonna pop. Uh, it's an artist uh, that I'm super excited about. That the first place place I saw her was on Instagram. Uh, her name is Chica, mm. and she's to me she's the, the way I felt about her, the way I felt about Kaylani, the way I felt about a lot of these people is like I got that same vibe. Like yo, she about to go, and it was just really off. And she was just did a, a Insta story, you know what I mean, freestyling just in her room, like off the laptop, and I was like yo, she's fire. Yeah, and and it's and it's just really just from. Somebody tagged me, scrolling through, and and it's just as simple as that. I want to touch on Wild and Out because I think that I think when it's said and done, when we look back, that's going to be like I could be I'm I say I could be like the TRL, uh, like awesome, that. like that type yeah, of impact yeah. because the 
I feel like it opened up it opened up a lane that I don't think people even realized was there. Yeah. Like not just for battle rap, but for comedy, yeah. but for music. Just like another And for just being able to be like free to speak. Exactly. And free to say what you want to say. Like I feel like it's the most progressive show on television. Like it doesn't get the credit to where we'll have somebody from the LGBTQ community battling somebody who's homophobic. <laughs> you know what I mean? And exactly. you you really like you've never seen anything like that and then to everybody hug it out at the end of the day. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like yeah. and and I think hopefully, you know, people will will use that as a case study in the future to show how people from different walks of life uh, who embrace their own differences can come together and still engage with each other in a positive way. Yeah. Yeah. How did that, you may have told this story, but I was looking for it, but I just want, I guess I want to get like, tell me like exactly how did this idea became, was it like you in the crib, were you watching <laughs> battle rap and you were like, hey man. You know what, I create. I mean, battle rap wasn't what battle rap was when we created Wild and I. I almost yeah. want to say I birthed a lot of the, that, culture because you know we created wild and out before eight mile and all of that you know we and, it, and it's just obviously we gonna take it all the way back to even where i got the term wild style from the first hip-hop film ever created it was wild style and you had you know busy b in there getting down and you know the everybody knows about the infamous battle between busy b and cool mo d which is technically supposed to be the first ever at least documented hip-hop battle um uh, and I just took that energy, man, you know, that that cypher energy to where it's like, yo, even as comedians, even as rappers, before we go and, and perform on stage, we get we start a cypher. That's how we warm up. We, you know, we go back and forth. We start, you know, freestyling. And then from that is, you know, it was me, Cat Williams, Kevin Hart, D-Ray Davis, guys that just, you know, have a good time. And I was like, yo, somebody should film this. Mm. And at the time, I was the one with the juice. I was the one with the bag. So, you know, I rented out the comedy club, brought some cameras in, and uh, shot a pilot and sold it to MTV. That's, that's cause, you know, the rest was history. Now now we, hundreds of episodes later, and everybody is rich and famous. Yeah. <laughs> like, legit got people bags. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, like millionaires. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's why I think the impact is so crazy, because yeah. there's like, there's all. I feel like there's so, sort of a glass ceiling sometimes, especially when it's um, urban entertainment. There's yeah. like, look, you can be really good, but this is the only space for you. Like, you don't fit to a pop culture space that can get you to the next national, national like um, household name. Yeah, yeah, fact. But with Wild and Out, it allowed these like, yo, battle rappers. Hey, you can come over here and really yeah. do something, and get some interesting space. And it's cool, comedians, yeah. artists. Exactly. Actors separately. Yeah, and it's funny too because even when we started doing it again, because obviously I took a little hiatus, you know, I went and got married and all of that. Uh, mm -hmm. But then I saw the battle rap culture kind of just take off with like the smack battles. And yep. I was like, man, that's that's that vibe. And I saw how talented those dudes were. And I was like, man, everybody from Hitman Holler, Conceited, like Charlie Clips, like, yo, these dudes are next level talented like not not only being able to captivate an audience not only to be able to put words together but just have that that spirit that fire that that, that warrior mentality but know how to control it 
You know what I mean? Like to be poised like that, like politicians don't even move like that. Like when you see the the ability of the battle rap community, how it could be so much aggression, it, sh it could be so much tension, but these dudes are so gifted with how they move and, and how poised they are. I was like, yo, that, that inspired me to even take Wildin' Out to another level. Cause I was like, yo, if they could do that, they can easily be host television. They can easily act, they can easily put out records. So mm. I think even, you know, that, that myth of that battle rappers can't put out hit records we we about to dispel all of that as well too because i'm giving all of those cats opportunities to 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 shine and signing them up as well mm -hmm. i can only imagine like the stories you had over the couple of years from like stuff that just 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 you saw that just yeah. happened during a while now is there's like one particular you're like man that's funny or i can't like damn that was a crazy moment uh, um, and out. Yeah, I mean, it's all. Every episode is like that. I mean, obviously, that's we don't hide much. I mean, you, you, everybody saw the Zelia Banks episode. We let that play. Only thing it was a lot longer. You know, she was up there crying a lot longer. Oh, <laughs> we, wow. we, it's only twenty two minutes, so yeah. we had to, you know. But I mean, even in that sense, I mean, like me having to have a real conversation with her, take her backstage, her coming back out and holding her own and finishing the show. Like I always commend that. Um, but it's stuff that stuff like that happens every episode. Mm. You know, and we just, it, it's not as intense. And she was the one, like, we would have never even talked about what happened with Azalea Banks. She went home and put a battery in her back and start, you know, wilding for real. Yeah. Uh, but there's some of your favorite rappers, you know, get nervous and I got to go talk them off the ledge. And, you know, that, that happens at least, you know, once a day. We shoot about two or three episodes a day. So, uh. and we, and it's, and it is intimidating because, you know, we, we, clicking on all cylinders for real like the, them cats is super talented and if you're not used to that you walk in there and you're a little you're a little taken back with how smooth everything moves and how fun it is you know and that's why we have the bar and we get everybody you know feeling good yeah. and relaxed and then it, you never know what happens after that Would you, was there ever was there ever one that was like holy shit i gotta step in and like this should this should be getting too tense. It does. Every every time, like, if you see my reactions based off of I, I'm always looking out for the guests because mm -hmm. I never want them to get hit too hard. Yeah. You know, so I'm always, like, I'm, I got to hold back DC Young Fly. I got to hold back Carlos. I got to let, you know, back in the day, the Corey Holcombs and the D-Rays and the Cat Williams. Sometimes, like, don't <laughs> go so hard on them. You know what I mean? I remember... Um, I remember the one time that uh, when Kanye first came on, everybody was like, yo, say whatever you want to say. Just don't say nothing, like, don't say nothing about his cheeks. You know what I mean? Like, is he still a little, you know, yeah. he, the car car accident was still fresh. You yeah. know what I mean? First thing, one of the cast members, your chipmunk cheeks. It was that from, like, holding in Jay-Z's jizz. I was like, whoa. <laughs> no. That's exactly what he said. Don't do. But then Kanye was a pro and just kind of took the whole team down. So it was dope. Nice, nice. Um, I, I definitely read um, you're going to late night television. Yeah. Which is exciting because um, I guess I would ask what made you think about that. I mean, it's always been a dream, man. I'm yeah. a cat that, you know, I came up in the in in the Arsenio days, man. Just there you go. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I, I was actually, I wasn't even allowed to watch Arsenio Hall, and I would get in trouble because I would, like, stay up late and, you know, like, forget school and all that just to watch Arsenio. Mm. And my dad, the punishment he would give me for that, it was like, all right, you want to be like Arsenio? Well, I'm going to put this camera in front of you. I want you to write out 100 questions. Mm. And I want you to to interview everybody in the neighborhood if you want to be like Arsenio. I was like 11. That's interesting. Wow. So like knowing that, like, and even having that conversation with Arsenio as, you know, 
like a few months ago or whatever, he was like, man, yo, you poised for this. He's like, he's like, I'm, I'm comfortable passing that torch. I was like, man, that's an honor for him to even say that. So it's kind of cool to know that, you know, I don't know what it'll be. It could be anything. I mean, the landscape is totally different today, yeah. but just the fact that I got that opportunity to kind of get out there and do something different. Cause it's a very vanilla and homogenized very. Uh, <laughs> uh, landscape in late night right now. Yeah. So hopefully I can drop in and put some sauce in there. Yeah. Cause I definitely, I don't know. Cause late night, it just hasn't really been. A, it's just I don't know. It it's just not exciting no more. Yeah, man. It's I just, mean, shouts out to everybody who's doing what they do, but they all doing the same thing. Yeah, yeah. it's just like all right, you go to this one for laughs, you go to yeah. this one for a skit, yeah, and you go to this one to um to ride in a car, yeah, yeah, so, exactly <laughs> to sing karaoke. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, and they they do it all very well, but I think like yeah. you know me, I'm very outspoken. I say what I want, and in that you know everybody's so politically correct right now. We got to do away with all of that, and and it comes from a place where if if you know what you're talking about and if you're coming from a place of trying to bring people closer together you can't go wrong that's what we do on wild and out like there's there's so many crossing the line jokes and content that we do over there but because we're all friends we're all family we're allowed to do it and and it's a it's a i, I commend mtv uh viacom for being brave enough to do it and i think you know, a lot of other organizations and and uh, platforms could take a page out of their book and and see that as like, yo, they're doing it the right way. Yeah. Do you like? I guess as also comedians yourself, do you like? Is it worrisome now about the about the, I guess the climate? Because I feel like it's. I'm not for me. I'm excited. Yeah. I, I every time somebody comes at me, I'm like, bring it, mm. because I'm from the school of George Carlin. I'm from the school of Dick Gregory. I'm from the school of Pryor, to where the purpose of comedy is to hold up the mirror to society and say, look at us. That's what satire is. And when people get scared because they're so worried about losing money, I, don't, I got money, I don't care. Like, mm. to, you gonna come take it? Like, you know what I mean? I wanna, I'm built different in a way where, you know, I, I think it has a lot to do with, you know, growing up how I grew up, you know, in, in the type of environments and then even dealing with like my own health and stuff like that. Like I done lost, I almost lost my life so many times. I'm like, man, what you gonna throw at me? Like death couldn't, <laughs> like, like what you gonna go harder than death? You know, like, so I'm, I'm not moved by people's opinions. I'm not moved by people threatening to fire me. Fire me, I don't care. I've, yeah. I've been broke before and it wasn't that bad. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and I know how, I know how to hustle up and get whatever I need. So yeah. I, I guess I just, I, I move in a different way than most individuals and and you know this the, a lot of this game has taught me how to move you know what I mean through a lot of chinks in the armor and, and through the process of just understanding what being solid is mm. you know uh, I, I think a lot of people focus too much on getting money than focus on growing their character and mm. being solid yeah yeah I'm, that goes to my next question because you're definitely you're definitely one that's like look you definitely be like Oh yeah, it's not for me. So I'm a, I'm a pass on this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How do you know which? How do you make that business decision? Uh, I, first of all, I don't think of it business wise first because I know because the bag's gonna come, the money's gonna come. It's like what makes you sleep easy at night? You know what I mean? And sometimes I'll do some silly, ridiculous stuff because I was like, yo, I just wanted to do that. It's fun. Like, you know, I'm hosting the Mass Singer now because I was like, yo, this is fun. You know, my grandmother's really gonna like this show. My yeah. kids are really gonna enjoy this show. Yeah. Uh. And then I'll make sure my bag is right after that because I know they want me. You know what I mean? It's not about me trying. I, I, I gave up that energy of trying to be accepted and trying to get a job from somebody. Mm. 
I don't care. I don't go to auditions. I don't, you know what I mean? Like, I'm right. I mean, the people who do it, I salute you and I respect you, but I'm more excited. I'm more driven by creating my own opportunities. I'll go buy uh, uh, the rights to someone's story or, or option a book or, and then and develop the script. And who, the directors I want to work with, I'll hire them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or I'll be my own. Like, it's those type of, you know, oh, I want to create a show. All right, so how much money is it going to take to get the attention to create this platform? So I'm in that space now. I'm blessed enough to be in this space. You know what I mean? I understand there's a lot of people who who are who aren't in that space. But now I'm in a place where I can produce whatever I want. I can sign whoever I want. I can work with you know or you know just out of the right conversation. There's I can pick up the phone and get anybody on the phone. And that's because I've been doing it so long. So yeah. you know I feel like you know now I can flex my muscle just a little bit to to do. The projects that have substance and and you know I, I, it wasn't always that way you know, I was still the kid on Nickelodeon that had to dress up in a dress mm -hmm. you know uh, I would probably do things completely differently now uh, yeah. now that I'm a, a grown man and have a different perspective on it but I had fun with that that was part of my journey yeah. and uh, I was always able to stay true to myself yeah I think um, well two things come to mind one the mask um, contest show looks yeah, crazy yeah. I was like yeah <laughs> it looks I ridiculous right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, that definitely looks interesting i want to check that out and two i think is um the journey i guess yeah. will come full circle is that like um you got to this point because of your decisions along this journey yeah and it's um and it's paying dividends yeah like um i guess during your come up like what was some of your your i guess your, your thought process when you when you making these moves yeah i mean just being honest, being true, being authentic, man. You know, at the end of the day, people would, whether they was making corny jokes or whatever, or not really understanding who I was, one thing you can never dispute is that I've always been me. Mm. I've never tried to, you know, march to the beat of anybody else's drum, pardon the pun. <laughs> but like, I've always just did my own thing. Like, there's certain times or certain decisions be like, nah, I'm not doing that. I don't want to do that movie. I don't want to do that TV show. Nah, I'm quitting. Like, it was just because that's how I felt. And it was because I came up under guys who move like that. I came up under Dave Chappelle. I came up under Will Smith. Like, these are dudes who showed me the way. Uh, and then, you know, once I got in the game, people like Harry Belafonte, Dick Gregory, Quincy Jones actually sat down with me and was like, yo, if you really want to be a leader, if you really want to be a boss, that's how you do it. And I've just been, you know, paying attention to their blueprint. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I know we're running quick on time, but I definitely want to act as a fan. Yeah. Will you as house as a the real, real husband of, of Hollywood, <laughs> Hollywood. Would that ever come back again? There, you know, we always talk about that. We were supposed to do a movie about that, and that show is genius. Yeah, I think we still <laughs> we might do it. I mean, obviously, me and Kev always in the news doing stuff. So it, you know, it's that's my best friend, man. Like honestly, so to be able to rock with your best friend in the game and be able to be as silly as we are on Real Husbands and go back and forth on Instagram talking shit about each other. Like it just, it's, it's dope to have somebody that you could share success with and I can have his back. He can have my back. And you know, it's, it's straight, you know, all the way to the gate with this one. You know, that's, that's my man. So hopefully we'll get to do some more real hub. Hopefully we'll be like 60 years old and doing <laughs> real old bastards of Hollywood. <laughs> nice. Nice. Um, yeah. So thank you for coming on the show, man. No I really doubt, appreciate man. this. This yeah, is awesome. No doubt. Appreciate you. That's today's episode of Soundcheck, and thanks for tuning in. 
You can listen to more episodes of Soundtrack and keep up with everything Hypebeast Radio at hypebeast.com slash radio. Subscribe to Soundcheck on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Overcast, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts on. Feel free to reach out to me on Twitter at ECM underscore LP and follow Hypebeast Music for more original content and music news. Let us know who you'd like to have on the show, and thanks for listening.